Thank you for that fantastic intro, Chuck Fresh. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Hungry Game Show, a podcast testing some of the best and brightest minds from within the video game community about their favorite video game. And on this fourth episode of The Hungry Game Show, our battle will be focused on the follow-up to Gearbox and 2K 2009's Loot Shooter Classic, a game that has now sold in excess of 22 million copies. We're talking about none other than Borderlands 2. And today's competitor, he needs little to no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. He's one of Australia's best and brightest content creators doing phenomenal work on both Twitch and YouTube. He's an official member of the Borderlands stream team. He's an absolute all-around bloody legend and can be found just about everywhere at Subpar Lover. We're obviously talking about Subpar Lover. How you going, man? Welcome to the Hungry Game Show. Thank you, mate. I'm doing really good. How are you? Mate, the sun is shining. Uh, we're getting to sort of nice levels of normality out here now amongst the, the COVID situation. So uh, it's getting better as the days go by. Certainly no complaints on my end. Yeah, it's starting to it's starting to return to a new normal, but we're getting there. Yeah, and I think it's going to be an improved normal. I think the awareness of, of space and cleanliness and hygiene moving forward is going to be paramount. Like no more are we going to see people walking out of the bathroom not washing their hands or just touching everything at the shops or just you know getting right up in your grill in the lines i think there's going to be nice gaps and nice awareness and i'm looking forward to this uh brave new world it's a shame that it took a global pandemic to teach everyone how to wash their bloody hands oh yeah yeah i suppose i'm down for the 1.5 meter distancing just for the rest of my life i'm cool with that everyone can stay that far away i'm I can live I can live with that. A hundred percent. Like I just think of like the times you are in a line for like a, a convention or going to the movies or whatever, and you do get the occasional person that's that's not as clean and not as showered and not as smelling pretty as the rest of us and it's tough. So uh yeah, give me that one point five meters and stay out of my nose space. Like bring it the <laughs> hell on. <laughs> just stay out of my stay out of my 1.5 zone yeah i mean that's we you're a very you're a very glass half full kind of person silver lining is that we get to stay further away from each other now that covid's you know, somewhat under control at least in australia so that's that's a plus 100 percent. we're not at new zealand levels yet but we are well on the way there so kudos to everyone involved in making that happen but yeah man just um Maybe for the listeners, for the for the few people around the world that don't know who you are and what you do, did you want to give us a nice little elevator pitch about the uh, the SPL story and, and what you get up to? The the S the SPL experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I like you said, you, you nailed it in the intro. I do I do Twitch streaming, obviously uh, Twitch TV slash Subpar Lover. I make some uh, YouTube content, uh, pretty much Subpar Lover everywhere. Uh, the old reused joke a thousand times is subpile lover everywhere including the bedroom <laughs> so uh yeah just make a lot of content in terms of focusing on on looter shooter games i've got one of those wonderful addictive personalities so if you can if you can farm for things in games over and over and over again uh that's usually where you're going to find me so we do that uh, on twitch make some content on youtube and obviously yeah get to do some fun stuff with with people like you like this podcast and whatnot but yeah, and then I I mean I tweet occasionally. That's about the extent of my life. <laughs> playing playing looter shooters, making videos, tweeting. Yeah. 
acceptable performance in the bedroom. That's that's you in a nutshell. So, yeah, somewhat pass. It's it's a C. It's a pass. That's all. That's all you need. At this stage in my life, I'd be happy with a pass if I could get those types of marks <laughs> in, in in my personal life as well. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm striving for a C. I'm uh, D minus these days. You'll, so uh, you, you'll you'll get there. Believe in the dream. Exactly, exactly. You just got to keep on keep on punching, as they say. So uh, yeah, we're going to be tackling Borderlands Two today on the Hungry Game Show. Uh, mm. For those that are entering sort of the studio here for the first time, obviously this is a bit of an infotainment. We're trying to have a bit of fun here, video game trivia, wholly focused on the singular game here. So we're not doing anything outside the rest of the Borderlands franchise. It's strictly tied to Borderlands 2 in, in its entirety. So we're talking expansions as well. And uh, to help make your life a little bit easier today, Savi, you do have two lifelines available. Uh, but bear in mind that using a lifeline will limit your your score earning potential. So we've got a uh, multiple choice round of 10 questions and for each correct answer, you're going to get two points. If you use a multiple choice uh, and use one of your uh, lifelines, you'll only get maximum one point there. And then we've got a rapid fire round where each question is worth one point. But if you use one of your lifelines there, you will get the maximum one point. So you've got two available. You aren't forced to pick one or the other. So you've mm-hmm. got two lifelines in the back pocket to use at any given time. Uh, the first one is uh, titled Phone My Friend. Uh, it's where I call a random person from within my contacts list for support and assistance. Obviously, support and or assistance may vary. I can't guarantee they know <laughs> the game, play games, are from the gaming space. I could end up calling my mom. Who knows? But Phone My Friend is your first lifeline. Then the second one is 50-50, fairly self-explanatory. Uh, we're going to remove two incorrect answers, increasing your chance of picking said correct answer from 25% up to the 50% coin toss. So I'd definitely recommend using that in the uh, multiple choice as opposed to the rapid fire, but you could use Phone My Friend in either of those. So yeah, you've got those two available uh, at your disposal at any given time. You just say you want to use one of them, we'll sort of stop it get it going and keep rocking and rolling. But have you got any other questions, queries, comments, concerns before we maybe kick this episode off of the Hungry Game Show? I've got plenty of concerns, but that's about it. <laughs> no, it's, 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 uh, it sounds like fun. I, I didn't know that phone a friend was one of your friends, but that's, you know, that's fine. I'll just have to let the person know that I, I lined up, you know, to to sit there and Google shit for me that they, they are no longer required. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, it could be someone from within our circle too. You never know. Like I've you got never a pretty know. deep uh, contacts list there. So who knows where that's going to uh, end up today. And uh, I guess for, for those keeping score at home, we have had three prior competitors to this. Uh, Salim the Dream Abraham is uh, sitting in a distant third place at the moment with 21 out of 40. And then equal top of the leaderboard, Miss Ali Hart and Jack Cruz sitting on 30 out of 40 points so uh that's the benchmark at the moment you've got to try and uh, abide by there mate it's 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 a pretty good bar but I'm, I'm feeling confident i'm feeling confident how are you feeling i'm feeling i'm feeling that it could go either way i've treated this the exact same way that i've treated every sort of test or quiz that i've had in my schooling life which was just rely on hopefully getting it done mm-hmm. with minimal study so as what was the bottom 
again? The bottom was, was 21 the... out of 40. So that was All a right. pass as mark. As, so As long as I get 22, I'm golden. Exactly. Yeah, you, you don't want to be known as Mr. Last Place. So second yeah, last, no. I think, is more than fine because that focus will eternally be on... Yeah, the, the the back end of the uh, the sort of hierarchy here, but yeah, mate, I I got faith and and I'm with you. Just <laughs> just hopes and dreams and uh, yeah, praying for the best. I think I think you got this. You you got a got a good feeling about you today. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. So I'm glad that you're feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. Feeling very good. So shall we kick it off with question one? Absolutely. Question one: Who is the first character you meet outside of the introductory cutscene to Borderlands Two? A, Tiny Tina, B, Claptrap, C, Roland, or D, Handsome Jack. All right. So outside of the main cutscene on the bus, you wake up in the frigid snow and there is one particular character who assumes that you are dead and uh, is, is very, very surprised when you're not and that one character is 100% claptrap you are going with b claptrap correct let's check this out and see if you are starting things off on the right note flawless victory brilliant all right you are batting 100 right now we could maybe call it a day right now yeah, and you'd be leaderboard based right off, off percentage at the top so uh yeah well done you are correct and you even took my my sort of little bit of story to t- attack on the back of that. So I appreciate that. So uh, yep. let's keep moving. Question two. What is the current maximum level cap in Borderlands 2 inclusive of DLC? A, oh. 52. B, 61. C, 65. Or D, 72. Oh... See, here I am, a year removed, playing Borderlands 3, and all of those level caps are in my head now. Borderlands 2. Okay, so the the Commander Lilith was the last DLC, and I want to say... I want to say that added two... I want to say that added two levels on top of the... I'm thinking it was 70 when it all wrapped up and the Digistruck Peak DLC came out. So I'm going to go with 72. You're going to go with D, 72? Yep. I liked your reasoning there. Let's see if that is correct here. That is correct. Yeah. All right, two for two. You are bang on the money. Yeah, so the final DLC, as you said, uh, the Digistruck Peak DLC uh, bumped it to a final of 72. Well done. It was 61 in the base game and obviously, yeah, through subsequent DLCs, moved it all the way up to 72. So two for two. I can relax now. I can just relax now. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. You can. You're on four points already. So you're well on your way to getting to that 22 you were talking about. So uh, let's move on to question three. What is Brick's new title among the bandits? A, Slab King. B, Slab Lord, C, Slab Master, or D, Slab of VB? <laughs> A, B, C, or D? What is Brick's new title among the bandits? I would love it. I would love it to be Slab of VB because that would be that would be a nice little Australian twist on, on my favourite game of all time. But I can't in good conscience pick anything involving VB because it's a horrible drink. Um, 
brick is the slab king? You're going to go with A, slab king? A, the slab king, please. A, the slab king. Let's check that answer. All right. Three for three, six out of six points. You are correct. He is the slab king and uh, enlists you as an honorary slab and says, by the way, my slabs will still try to kill you because they're idiots. But yeah, don't feel bad about killing them. I never do. <laughs> the writing, the writer, the writing in the Borderlands franchise has always been bang on. It is phenomenal. It's it's just so tongue in cheek and just like it's serious at times, but it just knows that it's just all about fun and and I'm all about it. So yeah, the Slab King, sadly, no slab of VB. Maybe future future uh, DLC for Borderlands Three might sneak a slab of VB reference in there. Uh, we can only hope because uh, yeah, everyone loves a good green monster. Except you, actually, you said it was disgusting. I I hate it. I I can't stand it. Like I know that I might get me deported saying that. I don't know, but it's just like there's something about it. Give me give me a nice Carlton straight out of the tap at at the uh, at the good old pub once mm-hmm. they open again. I'm straight there for a Carlton. VB, I don't know. No, no, thanks. It gives gives me a cracking headache. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Are, are you a beer man primarily? Is that your sort of alcohol of choice, or would you go yeah. something else if you had the choice at the bar? If I have the like, if I had infinite funds, I'd be I'd be just having whiskey all night. But Ooh, unfortunately, yeah. that tends to cost a little bit of coin. So yeah, definitely definitely a beer man. And if I'm feeling fancy, might uh, might have a whiskey or two. But that's usually an at home when I'm uh, when I'm pretending to be you know a rider or something like that, and I want to mm-hmm. want to feel fancy. Yeah, so, beside yeah. the uh, the open log fireplace, sitting that's on a, it with- a Chesterfield couch. <laughs> With my many, many leather-bound books. <laughs> Maybe a corncob pipe just uh, out of frame <laughs> as well. Correct. God, now I want whiskey. Me too, but it's only it's only afternoon, so probably shouldn't. Yeah, 12, 13. I've, I've been in worse situations, so we'll see how this podcast <laughs> goes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, on to question four. What part of Mordecai's past proves he is the best shooter ever? A- when he was 17 and won a sharpshooting competition with a revolver. B, he has never missed a shot. C, he shot a robber in the getaway car from five miles away in the fog. Or D, he shot a pellet from his slingshot through a window into the forehead of an enemy. Now listen, Mordecai is one of those characters that I, I don't know a lot about. So I'm probably going to use a 50-50 here. Okay, you're going to go 50-50? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Okay, so I am going to remove via the uh, the use of the 50-50 lifeline C and D. So C is gone and D is gone. What remains is A, when he was 17 and won a sharpshooting competition with a revolver, or B, he has never missed a shot. So I was leaning towards, before I used the 50-50, I was leaning towards B. He's never missed a shot. And I know that Mordecai is known for sniper rifles. So I'm probably going to assume that he's always been a sniper type of guy and never used a revolver. So I'm going to go with B. He has never missed a shot. You are going to go with B. He has never missed a shot. Let's uh, check that out amongst the judges. 
Mordecai, you bastard. I know. So, uh, yeah, he won against an armada of snipers with a mere revolver. The other contenders thought he had cheated and got him disqualified. This is the title he believes the universe owes him for. So, there you uh, go. Yeah, before he, before he hit uh, full adulthood, yeah, won a sharpshooting competition with just a standard old six-shot revolver, I guess. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice work on your behalf, Mordecai. Not so nice work on your behalf, Subby, but, mate... You tried, you chucked the lifeline in there, narrowed it down and uh, still made the wrong shot. And still balls it up, yeah. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. There's still hope for you yet, mate. So uh, let's jump into question five. Who helps you, betrays you, and then helps you again in the mainline story? A, Scooter. B, Claptrap. C, Angel. Or D, Roland. Who, who helps you, betrays you, and then helps you again in the main story of Borderlands 2. Correct. One one of the most underrated yet somehow still beloved characters in the franchise is Sea Angel. You are going Sea Angel? Yep. Let's, let's uh, consult the judges here. Redemption. Redemption. You are back in the winner's circle. <laughs> and for one bonus point, Mr. Subpar Lover... What is Angel's relationship with Handsome Jack? Angel is Handsome Jack's daughter. That's Give double, that bonus double point, choir. Oh, 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 oh. There you go. You are back on the horse. Getting some good momentum behind oh, you. I'm feeling good now. Yeah. So uh, what did you think of that when you first played through Borderlands 2 and the big reveal that it was uh, Handsome Jack's daughter? Was it like a bit of a like whoa, a bit of a jaw drop moment for you? Like... um. What do you think? Yeah, it was a, it was a, geez, it was good writing. Like, I mean, Borderlands is always known for. We said before it's comedy, and it is very tongue in cheek. But when when they want to do sentimental, heavy, serious kind of stuff, they can definitely do it. And that's why I said she's probably one of the most, I think, beloved but underrated characters mm. because there's uh there's quite a story there in terms of you know how she's uh how she's used by by handsome Jack, you know, for his bidding. And I mean, there's a little bit. There's a few Easter eggs in Borderlands 3 that actually goes even further into that story. So it was it was a very, very big reveal. And yeah, Jeff, definitely a jaw dropper and a, a sad moment too. I, we won't do any spoilers just in case uh, anyone wants to go out there and pick up the Handsome Collection and play Borderlands 2 because I highly recommend it. But definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, we've already done some spoilers anyway. <laughs> yeah, but if you're listening, you're probably not yeah, too worried about getting true, spoiled. That's true, but definitely... Uh, <laughs> Definitely a great story. Angel is a great character. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was was some nice twists. Like obviously, you, you're dealing with Angel from from one, and then uh, throughout most of two, and yeah, some big things at the end regarding the Sanctuary Shields, and then obviously she helps in in finally getting uh, like helping you out or, or telling you how to get the Vault Key to uh, yeah get get the game ending on a right note. So uh, yeah, mate, nice work. You got uh, got question five and the bonus point there for for confirming that yes she is uh the daughter handsome jack so let's move on to question six if you were to combine all major dlc from both season one and season two how many packs are there in total a 10 b 9 c 8 or D, seven. 
And sorry about the pause there. I forgot that it was multiple choice and I had to give you some options. Yeah, so. I, I, st I started shooting bricks because I'm like, I definitely don't know that in terms of the, the solid number. So <laughs> I had to have some choices. Um, okay, so let's let's figure this out. There were obviously the bait. How many DLCs did you say? Is that is that the question? How many major DLCs? So okay. we're talking about, yeah, the main... The main, the main DLCs that were focused around season one and season two. Oh, okay. Oh, because there's headhunter packs too, which are like not necessarily DLCs. What were the, what were the, uh, what were the answers again? Potentially. Ten, nine, eight, or seven. Okay. And we are. Like, yeah, the headhunter packs were part of season two. So we are factoring those into the, the answer here. So I okay. classified those ones as pseudo major DLC. Right. So so one more time, the numbers are... 10, 9, yep. 8, or 7. I'm just going to take a punt because at this stage, I'm just going to roll the dice and I'm going to go with 9. You're going to go with B9? B9. Okay. B9. That is correct. Oh, yes. Nailed it. Got nine. And for a bonus point, can you name at least four of those releases out of the total of nine? I can. Uh, it depends if Commander Lilith is included in one. But there is the um, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Yep. There is the... Oh, why am I going blank now? How many do I have to do? Four. Or is Commander Lilith's uh, one, the, the final one counts? No. Okay, of course it doesn't. Uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Yep. We've got the uh, the Waddle Gobbler one. Oh, I don't know if you know, need the official name. Oh, I'll there give is... you that because that is a bit of a mouthful. So, yeah, that's the Horrible Hunger of the Ravenous Waddle Gobbler. So, that's two. Correct. And it's a horrible DLC too. <laughs> there is the Campaign of Carnage, which is the Mr. Talk DLC. That's three. One more. And one more. Oh, God. Use your brain here, Subby. Use your brain. DLCs. Oh, the Digistruck Peak. Yeah. Can you give me something else? Yeah, I can. I Yar, can. What? As, as a... As a spoiler or oh, a hint. Uh, Captain Scarlet and uh, the Pirate's Booty. Boom. There you go. There is yep. four. There Woo! is four. That is correct. And uh, yeah. other ones you could have included there is Sir Hamelock's Big Game Hunt. Of course. TK Baha's Bloody Harvest. How Marcus Saved Mercenary Day. Mad yep. Moxie and the Wedding Day Massacre. And then Sir Hamelock versus the son of Crawl Merrimax. You know what's going to suck is these rapid fire questions because even though I know... I would, I would confidently say 85, 90% of those off the top of my head. As soon as the pressure starts, oh, I crumble like a biscuit. See, that's that's why we need the, the whiskey. A couple of, yes. sort of nerve calmers. We need Just to sort of make nerve that complimentary. And, Cap and Captain Scarlet's DLC was one of my, like, easily one of my favorite DLCs of all time. Yeah. And just uh, just popped straight out of the brain. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So whoever, whoever hears this and, and is coming on in the future, maybe just have a sneaky, if you're of drinking age... Just one or two whiskeys, just a nip or two, just to steady the nerves, because Jesus, 100%. it gets nice, or it gets it gets pressurized. In yeah, here. we we certainly condone moderate drinking here at uh, reasonable, bit, so. responsible drinking, of course. Hundred percent, yeah. So just a couple of nips, just to ease those nerves, and then uh, <laughs> get into the hungry game show. So let's move on to question number seven. As a child, Maya was given to an order, but what was the name of that order? A Order of the Gods, B, 
order of the light c order of the impending storm or d order of the gray manes another one where i'm gonna have to just roll the dice People have come on here and they're like, oh, yeah, sub knows Borderlands 2. Listen, I know weapons and stuff like that, but you're bloody law nerds. It's um, all right. You've only got one incorrect answer so far. So That's true. And it was, well. God, it was goddamn Mordecai, and I'll never forgive him for it. I never liked him much to start with. He's far too um, quiet. He's far too quiet, but he, he's a kindred spirit because he does like a, a bit of a drink as well. Um, what were my options again, Brendan? A, Order of the Gods. B, yep. Order of the Light, C, Order of the Impending Storm, or D, Order of the Grey Manes. Let's just roll the dice again. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Let's go with C. You're going with C. Consulting the judge's table. Get in. You get that new pair of shoes and maybe a new belt to match up to those shoes because you obviously want to try and complete the outfit. So yeah, Order Gotta of the Impending fancy. Storm. Uh, yeah, they are the ruling uh, the ruling order of monks on Athenus. So yeah, they uh, they took Meyer in at a very young age, and as a bonus point for this one too, I probably should have laid out these bonus point questions more scattered through instead of back to back to back. But anyway, that's on me next time. Why did she kill her handler and leave the order? So that's for a bonus point. Why did Meyer kill her handler and leave the order of the impending storm? Well, I mean, considering I had to roll the dice to, to get this uh, question, I think the bonus point's probably going to go by the wayside. So let's just uh, say maybe he got a little bit too handsy. Sadly, <laughs> that would not surprise me, but no. Uh, they were using her to extort money and obedience from the people of Athenus. So when she found Close. out about this, she, yeah, obviously rather unhappy, decided to kill, kill them and then uh, fled from the order of the impending storm so yeah they were using it for extortion purposes but he wow. could have got handsy so he could have done yeah, both you never know could've that could half, be in future DLC. Half a point. <laughs> yeah sadly no I, we do do halves here sometimes but yeah that wasn't even anywhere near a quarter of a point so we'll <laughs> <laughs> point one point one yeah. of a point all right let's, creativity that's it let's move into question eight of the multiple choice round in the mission splinter group the four mutated raiders that you must kill are named after four particular cartoon characters. What TV show are they referencing with said characters? A. Samurai Pizza Cats B. Beetleborgs C. Dragon Ball Z or D. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles So this isn't my answer, but can we just talk about how underrated samurai pizza cats was as a show it was so good it doesn't Very get anywhere near the praise and respect it deserves yeah and anyone listening to this who doesn't know what the samurai pizza cats is look it up mm -hmm. do yourself a favor yeah uh the answer to this question though is the teenage mutant ninja turtles so the... you're gonna go with d the teenage mutant ninja turtles Plus victory you, my friend, are correct. The full two points going your way. So, yeah, Mick, Lee, Ralph, and Dan are the characters referenced during the Splinter Group. And, uh, yeah, there is also a couple little Easter eggs. Uh, there is um, a lair named Flinter and the Ratmaster Splinter, and they're also using a lot of surfer-like language. And their craving for pizza used to lure them out. So uh, much love towards those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, i got to ask you, who, who did you gravitate towards as a kid? Who was your favorite turtle? Oh, 
you know what? I didn't spend I didn't spend too much time with the turtles beyond like really really young, so I don't I wouldn't say that I know a lot of the lore. But the whoever the main one was had the blue and Leonardo. Was that Leonardo? Yeah, was he the coolest one? Uh, it's debatable. Like I like Michelangelo, the guy with the nunchucks, because he was yeah. the, the party dude, and he was more about pizza and just being a doofus leo and was the red one with the with the double with the size yeah that's Raphael. he was yeah very straighty 180 very serious very deadpan and then lee donatello was the the nerdy genius with the bow staff yeah i just you know what if i could have the athletic ability of any of them i would i would take any of it especially with the weight they've got on their back like no one talks about how much weight and stress and strain that would have on their little turtle humanoid bodies but they can move around like no one's business by the sounds of it, you could do a quiz just on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would be all about that. My God. Someone <laughs> someone do that and invite me on, please. All right. Bonus points galore. Yeah, I was going to give you a bonus point if you actually went with Michelangelo because he's my boy, but... Uh, oh, Rob. Spoilers. Fair enough. Question number nine. What line did Krieg shout when asked to join forces with the person who saved him from an oncoming train? A. I'm the conductor of the poop train. B, strip the flesh, salt the wound. C, I work alone. Or D, ah! <laughs> oh, D, what a classic quote. <laughs> go um, down in history is one of the best. It will go down in history. One of Speaking of classic quotes, I think one of, one of Krieg's is, I am the conductor of the poop train. It is one of the most popular quotes and it still gets trotted out today so i'm gonna go with a you're gonna go with a train conductor of the poop train nicely done sir you are indeed correct yeah so maya asked krieg if she could look after him and try to help him his inner voice was pleased with this and agreed but his outer voice obviously had other ideas it's a very very interesting relationship between krieg and between krieg and maya yeah it's a love story for the ages that uh a lot of people i'm sure they <laughs> i haven't looked but i'm sure there's a lot of fan fiction out there let's just say that yeah and then even like you sort of go through the, the catacombs of the internet and there's you know rumors and hypotheticals about Krieg being tiny tina's dad and all this Correct. other stuff and there's so much lore out there that you can find combing those interwebs so yeah anyone looking for a bit more of that certainly get on there be, be sure to clear your browsing history if you're looking for any any naughty fanfic or anything on Pornhub and things, obviously. But yeah, there's plenty out there to see and do. Incognito mode is your friend. <laughs> Incognito <laughs> mode. Google that for anyone that doesn't know. All right. Question number 10. Last question of the multiple choice. Remember, you still do have your phone, my friend. Uh, lifeline can be used now or can be used during the rapid fire. So you've still got mm -hmm. that in the back pocket. But question number 10. Borderlands 2 was released in 2012. I ask you this, what was the most popular song and highest grossing film of that year? And regarding the song, we were talking about the Billboard year-end Hot 100 singles of 2012. This is cruel. A. Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen and The Avengers. B. Somebody That He Used To Know by Gautier and The Avengers. C. Somebody That I Used To Know by Gautier and The Hunger Games. Or D, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen and the movie The Dark Knight Rises. What was the highest grossing film and the number one song in the Billboard year-end Hot 100 charts of 2012? You are the devil. Um, 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that it had to be. This is gonna be one of those things where people listening who know yell at the screen, uh, yell at their phone. I I'm gonna have to say it has to be the Avengers because like the the Dark Knight Rises was was unreal, but the Avengers like those Marvel nerds they absolutely just go crazy for those things. So I'm gonna have to say that as the as the film. Okay. And then what were the what was A and was it A and B in my two A options? A and B had the Avengers listed as the movie. So you've got Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen or Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautier. I'm gonna I don't know if I've missed rolling the dice yet. I think I might have missed once, but you've got to have faith in yourself when you go to the table. So I'm gonna I'm gonna blow on the dice, I'm gonna roll them one more time and hopefully get a nice shirt to go with the shoes and belt. Mm-hmm. And go with B. You're gonna go with B. Yes. Let's consult the judges. Get in. Are 100% correct, my friend. So, yes, yeah, somewhere that I used to know, uh, done by Gautier and Kimbra, obviously done here in Australia, blew up the internet, blew up the world in 2012, uh, followed closely by Call Me Maybe by Kylie Rae Jepsen at number two, We Are Young by Fun featuring Janelle Monet, and uh, coming at number four was Payphone by Maroon 5 and Wiz Khalifa. And then from a film standpoint, coming at number four, Skyfall. Obviously, James Bond fans out there would know that one. 296 million. The Hunger Games, 408 million. The Dark Knight Rises, 448 million. And The Avengers, toppling everything in its way on the way to the kingship of the box office for 2012. $623 million at the box office. So, mate, congratulations. Thank you. I've got to say... You said you wanted to get to 22 points uh, and you'd be happy. You are sitting at the moment on 20 points after oh, after no. the multiple choice. So, well bloody done. Thank you, you are on track to take this out uh, if you keep up with the pace on at the moment. So, we've got 16 multiple choice uh, rapid fire questions, sorry, coming your way next. You still do have your phone, my friend, Lifeline. Handily available beside those dice and that new shirt and shoes and belt you've now got there too. So uh, you could help add to that collection. Maybe get a nice blazer or a fedora or something if you're that way inclined. No judging if you are, not for me, but for others. Fancy bow tie maybe? Maybe a bow tie. Maybe one of them novelty ones that you can press the button, they spin. And it spins. You know mm. how to get the ladies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah clearly like I'm, uh, I'm succeeding in life. So uh, are you ready to jump into the rapid fire round and uh, test your quick wit? I'm not going to lie. I'm bloody nervous about this portion of it, but let's uh, let's do it. Let's go. Question one. Who is the leader of Hyperion? Uh, Handsome Jack. That is correct. Question number two. What makes Krieg different from other psychos? Uh, God, he has an inner voice that is normal. That is correct. Yeah, he wasn't always a psycho and there are remnants of who he used to be coming through in said inner voice. Question number three. If you're wielding Moxie's Moxie's good touch, what does it do to your video game controller? (laughs) Moxie's good touch makes it vibrate. That is correct. Four for four. Question number four. I mean, three for three. Question number four. How is Lilith referred to by other characters until you meet her in the game? The Firehawk is Lilith. That is correct. Four for four now. All right, number five. What do Sir Hammerlock's brain cells do when Claptrap talks? Oh. Oh. Uh, Explode. Sorry, we were looking for commit suicide. 
Oh. But, uh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Question number six. Why is Mordecai's wanted poster different from the others? Uh, oh, these are killing me, Brendan. <laughs> uh, because it's not a picture of him. That is incorrect. He's actually uh, got an additional $1 million on his bounty. Uh, oh, this is the real uh, law nerd stuff. Yeah, for for that annoying bird. So that's uh, written in red at the bottom. So uh, obviously it refers to Bloodwing there. Rest uh, in peace, Bloodwing. Yeah, rest in peace, you sweet bird. Question number seven. The legendary pistol with the name of Unkempt Harold in its info section contains the red text. Did I fire six shots or only five? Three, seven, whatever. What film starring Clint Eastwood is the pistol referencing in the info section in its name? Dirty Harry. That is correct. What is the current Metacritic store, uh, Metacritic oh. score, sorry, for Borderlands mm. 2? So I will take one of two answers because it is a different score on the PlayStation 3 as opposed to Xbox 360 and PC. So you've got two right. cracks at it. I'm just going to completely guess and say 87%. Oh, you were close. You've got a 91 on the PlayStation 3 and an 89 on the Xbox, one, uh, Xbox 360 and PC. Question number nine. What is Maya's class mod depicted by? Oh, holy shit. Uh, it's a scroll. You going with scroll? Oh, hold on. Whoa, you're on, no. You're on, a, you're on the right path. Oh, Maya's my main two. People are going to absolutely rip into me for this. It is... A scroll would, in essence, be a page... Yeah, it's like a scroll. It's like a, you roll it open and you read the thing. Is it not? I'm going to give you a, a half a point for this because it's a book. It's a book. And oh, a, it's a book. Of fucking course it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving you a half pity point there. Question Thanks. number 10. What color are the keys that Gearbox provide and are often given away as part of their shift program? They are golden keys. That is correct. Question number 11. Which character says, you look like a Truxican wrestler moonlighting as a dominatrix man? And he says that towards Mordecai. Uh, it's not Mr. Torg. No, 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 no. Uh, you know what? What what question are we on? We're at 11. So we've got another, like this one plus another five to go. Oh, no, I'm not going to use the phone a friend yet. Okay. Uh, says it to Mordecai. Says it to Mordecai. This person says it to Mordecai. You look like a Truxican wrestler moonlighting as a dominatrix, man. Remember, you've got that uh, phone, my friend. Just Handsome Jack? I don't know. You going Handsome Jack? Yeah. That is incorrect. It was Marcus Kincaid, and he says uh, that at the start of the game when they are all on the bus. What What a detail. You've that gone is. deep with these questions. Yeah, deep pools all over the place here. All right, question 12. What award... Did Borderlands 2 win at the 2012 Spike Video Game Awards? What award uh, did they take out? Oh, just just uh, Best Art Direction. Wins a lot of those awards. Are you sticking with that? Or Best best Game? Could I just say Best Game? You could. <laughs> <laughs> is, your, is your phone a friend allowed to look shit up? I'd, I'd prefer they didn't, but I can't stop what they're doing on the <laughs> other end of the, uh, the phone let's, line. Let's go with just game of the year. You're going to go game of the year? Game of the year. 
Sorry, that is incorrect. It won Best Shooter. It also won Best Multiplayer and Best Performance by a Human Male, and that was Damien Clark portraying Handsome Jack. So well, I would you know have taken if any you, of those three. If you're winning three of those, it should win Game of the Year, and they were robbed. You'd think so. You'd think yep. so. And uh, I'm feeling feeling generous. And on that logic, I'll give you another half point there. You are <laughs> rebutted well. All right, next question. For two points, rank the loot tiers by color in order of the most common to the rarest. In Borderlands 2, okay, so I need to I need to physically like you can see me that yeah, I'm, yeah, just, I can I'm see not you with cheating. A pen there or text I'm writing or down because I need to. I'm that type of person. Uh, give me two seconds. Just hum or something for a minute. Uh, it goes, yeah, and then... Oh, it depends if you include the new one. Uh, okay, so it starts with white. Yep. It goes green. Yep. Blue. Yep. Purple. Correct. Uh, it's like yellow or gold, which is legendary. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Like, it is it does get referred to as orange as well, but I'll take yellow orange. or gold. Yep. Yeah, and then you have like an, an aqua type of color, which is a pearl. Mm-hmm. I am colorblind though, so it's an aquary bluery <laughs> type of color, which is a pearl. And then if you want to go, there's like a sparkly rainbow, which is an effervescent, which is one of the newest ones that came in with the final DLC. Yeah, which is the level seven, which is typically your, your seraph. Yeah, and it's it's also effervescent. I would have taken pink on that, so oh, I will yeah. give you those two I'm points well there. Off. All right, three more points, uh, three more questions to go with three more points available. Okay. Question number 14. Which of these does Salvador not shout when he gets a critical hit? Doink, pop, ding dong, or bazing? What does he not shout when he's hitting them crits? I want to say when he hits those crits, he doesn't say doink. He doesn't say doink. Sorry, he does not say pop. So he does <sighs> say doink sometimes. And ding dong and bazing, like... And Bazing. Yeah, and I'd like, like to see that on a t-shirt. Yeah, Bazing. Well, there is, what is it, Bazinga, I think? Yeah, Big yeah. Bang Theory? Maybe there's some there's... sort of copyright issues there. Maybe that's why I haven't they seen it on They should look into team. that. All right, second last question. All right. Why is Salvador short? Why is he short? And we're talking in, in height here, not in, right. not in his vocal delivery. Why is he short? You know what we're going to do, Brendan, just for the gimmick? I'm going to phone one of your friends. All right. I will uh, stop this right now, the music, and bear with me as I bring out my technology here. We do have uh, my phone connected into the mixing console, so hopefully it all goes goes on without a hitch. I am calling a friend now. Hopefully, we'll be able to hear this ringing. I hope it's not Pez. Can you hear this? Yeah. This is the risks of calling during the day. Hello. Hello, oh, is no. that Adam Pez Perry? Oh, it's Pez. Yeah, what's up? Hey, mate, it's uh, Brendan here. We've got you on the Hungry Game Show. Uh, you are Subpar Lover's Phone My Friend Lifeline as we do some <laughs> trivia in regards to Borderlands 2. So uh, welcome to the show. He can hear you. You can't hear him. And um, yeah, I'm sort of the conduit between the two. But he's, yeah, he's called you up here. Uh, we're on the second last question of the game show here. He is at a cracking pace. Uh, he could potentially end up at the top spot here if he nails the next two questions, but he needs your assistance. You are his only hope here. Um, so are you ready for this question, good sir? Lay it on me. All right. So remember, it is Borderlands 2-centric, and this is a pretty easy question, I'd think. 
the question is, why is Salvador short in stature? So why is he short from a height-wise perspective? Not not in his vocal delivery. Why is he short? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> genetics. I actually don't know. Salvador's the one person I don't play. <laughs> oh, he's hopeless. He's bloody shit. hopeless. Um, have have you got gonna, any feedback you want me to throw him, Subby? He's gonna. You're gonna lock in genetics. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, so Pez is saying genetics. Subby, what do you got on your end? What do you, what were you leaning towards or thinking could be the reason why Salvador is a little bit shorter in stature than most? So I, I genuinely don't know, but you've been very generous with pity points. So I'm kind of like trying to lean towards even if I'm in the ballpark. I don't know where Salvador is from, but I'm thinking within the Borderlands universe, maybe he comes from a, a planet where gravity is different. So the people where he is from don't grow as much like don't grow as tall as people do you think on... he's from like Smurfland or Smurftopia yeah, uh... or whatever they call it <laughs> I, I think I think uh, you know what let's just bloody go with genetics alright so <laughs> we've um... called Pez we might as well use his answer alright you guys are doubling down on genetics uh, so so yeah Pez uh, Subby is going to go with your answer there and they're going to say it's genetics I'm just going to consult the judges here and see if that is correct <laughs> Sadly, that is incorrect. Uh, the The truth actually is that Salvador took a lot of steroids in his younger oh. years, which caused problems to his health and in turn stunted his growth. So uh, he was on that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger diet from a very young age and was juicing up and uh, yeah, stunted his growth and obviously then also turned him into a little bit more of an aggressive person uh, during your experience with him in, in the game. So uh, yeah, not genetics. But maybe I will give you a pity point there uh, because you both agreed on genetics and also I like the story that you weaved in regarding a planet with you know heavy heavy atmosphere and whatever else and just everyone on that planet is short in stature. So uh, yeah. But Pez, mate, thank you for uh, taking my call. I know it was uh, out of the blue. Uh, we're very fast and loose here, but mate, you have been an absolute sport. Hope everything's well. Anything you want to say? in regards to what's happening. And also, mate, congratulations on on uh, getting one step close to being the global 2K community manager there. Uh, you know, yeah, ANZ and Australia, or Australia and New Zealand are going to be better for it. So, mate, thank you. Sabi, anything you want to say to, to Pez before we uh, wish him on his way? Just tell him that he's let me down, as always. He said uh, he's let you down, as always, but he loves you very much and he uh, can't wait to give you a cuddle. Oh, no worries. Well, I'm going to finish um, doing what I'm doing on the toilet, but... Thanks for being part of it. Thanks for your time, Warriors. Good luck. I appreciate you taking the call and uh, get back to those hashtag snap games. But Pez, until next time, mate, stay safe. We love you. See you, mate. Well, there you go. I appreciate you taking that. And I was curious if you were going to sort of connect the dots as to where I had a thought of taking taking that phone, my friend. Uh, If you didn't answer, I was going to call my mum. So lucky... He did. Oh, yeah. maybe unlucky because maybe my mum would have went the steroid route. I don't know. Who knows these things? Yeah. Some people, like, if they just know short in stature, kind of like don't, you know, things shrink allegedly when you use the uh, when you use the growth hormones. So don't use growth hormones, kids. 100%. Do it all natural. Exactly. Just heap, heaps of chicken breasts and push-ups. 100%. That's all you need. And you're one step closer to that uh, muscle man physique. So, mate, should we do the final question of the rapid fire and the final question of the Hungry Game Show? I reckon we absolutely should. Let's smash it. What rank did Axton reach in the military prior to becoming a vault hunter? Uh, oh, God. Think of military ranks, military levels. Commander? 
Is that your final answer? I don't even know. Axton, Axton honestly, Pez said that Salvador wasn't a character that he played. I never finished an Axton. I had Vault Hunters galore, left, right, and center. But he's so he's a commando. Uh, command. Uh, Might be so too if easy if he was just a commander and he's a commando. Think of the think of the hierarchy in the in the military. In the military, let's just. I also have I'm just such a military buff, as you know. Um, <laughs> they are also Let's, known for making not bad meat pies. Not bad meat pies. I don't think I've been this generous on any of these episodes no, before, but I'm, I'm no. liking the cut of your jib. And you know what? My answer was going to be uh, Mrs. Max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, if that's correct, and I wouldn't have taken 4 and 20 either. Yeah, well, four and twenty is the only meat pie answer that is the correct answer. Think of um, think of pie sergeant. companies. You're going with sergeant. I'll go with sergeant. Sergeant. They make meat pies. They might make meat pies, but oh, let's, uh, we'll find confirm. out in a second. That is correct. That is correct, good sir. So uh, you got the point there. Sergeant was correct. Uh, he reached that that rank after ten years of hard work. Uh, and that is also because he apparently disregarded orders and uh, was just pursuing personal glory. So he sort of stuck a middle finger to his military uh, constituents and just went for that high-end rank. And yeah, now he's vault hunting and, and getting neglected by by you in the game. Oh, absolutely. Does that mean that like I, I've shot myself in the foot with a sergeant's meat pie sponsorship, you reckon? Nah, nah. That we no. can just sort of um, mark Finesse this. That? Yeah, we, we'll sort of edit that part out. If we need to do the pitch, I'll, I'll edit the part in there and put some wordplay and be like, Sardins is the best pie. Well, here we go. I'll give you the grab. You ready? Ready. Oh, it's it's definitely going to be Sergeants because they make the best meat pies in all of the land. You got that? Excellent. I do indeed. <laughs> God, now I want a pie. I, meat pies are one of the greatest things in the world. I want a pie and I want a whiskey. My nerves are shot to shit after that. I've never had a pie and whiskey combination, but I think it'd be delicious. Neither have I. And mm. you know what? After we rolled the dice in the multiple choice and got a few right, I think we should also hit up a casino at some stage. Yeah. See how the tables in those us. uh In those new shoes and belt and, uh, and spinny shirt. bow tie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So are you ready to hear your final score? I, I, th I think I am. I reckon I'm not last. And if you're not last, then you're, you're fine. You're doing let's all right? Do, let's see how we win. All right. So, yeah. So, in last place, obviously, Salim the Dream was on 21 out of 40. And uh, our le equal leaders, in Ali and Jack, were sitting on 31 points. You came in at 30.5 points. <laughs> a hair off the pace. So, second place right now. Or third, if we do equal first, a race is second. But, mate, you, you've done very, very well. You, you said you want to get 22 and you far exceeded expectations. So, kudos to you. I think, to be fair, I had my hand held just a little bit. But that being said, it's very on brand that I've come in just below par. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it's, it's been an absolute treat having you uh, on the Hunger Game Show today. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to to riff here in the satellite studio and uh, educate the listeners on yourself, but also on Borderlands 2, mate. You are a bit of a savant here. You, are, you had some pretty good pulls. I did better than I thought. I, I honestly thought that I was going to come on here and make a giant ass of myself and then just be banished from the community at large. So I haven't done too bad. And considering I haven't played Borderlands 2 in the better part of 
14 months. I'm going to I'm going to give myself, you know, a pat on the back for that. I think that's okay. 100%. And uh, you know, Peds can't say much. Like if he nailed that that Salvador question, I think well, he's costly, you know, he could have he? held that over you. But yeah, if he if he got that or you got that, like I gave you that half point. If you got the full point, you would have been equal joint leader on 31 yep. points. So he's let us down. Is essentially what you're saying. Actually, hang on. Let let me backtrack here because I must say you're actually the leader now. I think about it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Hold start that fresh don't, again. Don't play with my emotions like this. Yeah, like I, I just pulled up the the run sheet and sorry, Dream was on 21 out of 40, and the other two were 30 out of 40. So, mate. Hold on a minute. A huge, 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 huge congratulations. You are the top of the pops. Congratulations, it, Mr. Oh, Subpar Oh my goodness. So many people to thank. In particular, in particular, Adam Perry for that half point. <laughs> That's true. But I think you sold that more than he did. Like the I, I was there on that planet with the, the sort of dense atmosphere that uh made everybody shorter than they needed to be. I was right there living that life with you. So You've uh, just got to fake it till you make it. And you know what? In the Borderlands franchise, especially now with Borderlands 3, where we go to different planets, left, right, and center, it's not... It's not out of the blue to have a planet where gravity is, you know, a little bit uh, cruel to people when it comes to their height. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see something like that in future DLC for, for yeah. Borderlands 3 or the inevitable Borderlands 4 that I reckon we'll see because this game and this franchise is a monster. Like, it just keeps selling units. And I think that's something that's probably a little little unknown to a lot of general gamers that don't know how rabid a fan base the Borderlands franchise has. Like... There is hunger for it online, obviously on YouTube and streaming and just the general volume of sales that it's churning out with every iteration of this game. It's it's a testament to everybody involved. I think three Borderlands 3 obviously was always going to do well because Borderlands 2 was just a juggernaut for... I mean, online, it was still very, very much alive on Twitch and, and YouTube eight years after release, seven years after release, which is pretty much unheard of for video games. But yeah, so I knew 3 was going to go well, but then, I mean, upon launch, it just absolutely just... I think it I think it exceeded most people's expectations, probably not within 2K and Gearbox because they're very, very hardworking people. I've had the privilege of working with a lot of them and they've just absolutely smashed it out of the park. But yeah, thoroughly deserved. And look, if there's going to be a Borderlands 4 at some stage, it, it's probably just going to go again. Who knows? More records to be broken. That's what they're there for. Especially with that slab of DLC, uh, slab of VB DLC <laughs> VB. pack. Like, sign me up. I'll be buying that day one if that's uh, part of the game. Pre-order it right now. And the ultimate ability just called like the green monster and just sort of popping pop cans and sort of spraying everybody with reckless abandon. I'm in. Yep. It sounds great. I'm in. But, mate, congratulations. You are Thank the you. current leader of the Hungry Game Show with a grand total of 30.5 out of 40. Cracking score. And uh, yeah, now everyone's just trying to keep up with you, mate. So uh, you are wearing the crown right now. You, uh, If you are the leader come the end of season one, we will get you a nice trophy and some kind, of, uh, some kind of reward and award. So uh, yeah, um, let's see if anyone can, can top that 30.5. That's pretty... I, look, I, I came here expecting to be a fair income loser and then I wanted to be middle of the pack. Then you then you told me that I just fell short, which I'm used to. And then all of a sudden, the half point put us over the top. And I just, I just, I'm a bit overwhelmed. I, f I feel like um, 
one of those judges on one of the modeling shows, you know, that one where that poor gentleman sort of announced the wrong winner at like Miss America or yeah. uh, that Sarah O'Hare, I think did it for one of the Australian modeling shows where said it was the winner and then pivoted. I, I did that and I feel terrible. I can only imagine what emotions you were feeling during that sort of wave that I sort of put you through there. So sorry, but yeah, congratulations, mate. You've gone in the opposite direction, though. Don't forget, you. It would have been worse if you told me I'd won, and then opened the spreadsheet, and then went, "Oh shit!" No, as a matter of fact, you, you didn't. So you've gone the opposite direction. You've broken a heart, and then you've then you've elevated my life to an entirely different stratosphere. Mm, well, and if sports science and things like that have taught me anything, it's usually uh, heal, and that that appendage is stronger. So your heart is stronger for this now. So uh, it's I gonna- feel like a better man. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Well, um, you're welcome. But yeah, anything else you want to say before we close this show off? Good sir. It's it's uh it's been a lot of fun. It's I've really really enjoyed this. I came in and I thought I'd be heaps nervous uh, because like rapid fire gets me multiple choice you can do. Rapid fire is uh is pretty full on, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Uh and I am now literally the champion and everyone else can can suck it, you know. Yeah. Hail to the king baby, but yeah, be Thank sure you. to uh to find Subby at Subpar Lover just about everywhere. Be sure to uh yeah, subscribe, follow on the Twitters, on the Twitch, on YouTube. Show him some love cuz he's doing some great work and he's a pretty good bloody guy to boot. And yeah, he's the champion, so you got to respect the king. So, Let's yeah, be on. That's it. Until next fortnight, hungry game show fans. It has been my pleasure to play with you.